0: This episode is rated E for everything, because the second half of this year is going to cost us everything.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to e Gaming, a podcast where each and every week we talk about the past, the present, and the future of video games, covering all topics from E to M. This week, I am joined by two guys I haven't seen in about two weeks now, and we're excited to get talking about all the things that have been happening this year so far and what's to come. But first off, Seth, how's it going?
0: doing good, buddy. I know uh, you've been incredibly busy, so I'm glad to, glad to see you tonight and looking forward to uh, having a fun podcast tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. Tell me, what games have you been playing? Oh, man, you, you know... Uh Mainly, it's been, it's been the Warzone track and a little bit of Black Ops. Um, it's kind of funny. I, I happened to uh, pop on my friends list the other day and noticed that some of the Mando Bros were playing Farming Simulator 2019, and uh, it was cracking me up so much. you serious? So I installed it and tried to jump in with them, but then I found out it wasn't crossplay, so unfortunately, I couldn't jump in with them. But listening to them play it was absolutely the highlight of my week. Uh, no doubt. That's so, awesome. Uh, that was pretty great. Tried to play some Halo with, uh, Chad the other night, but unfortunately, uh, if you have windows 10 and you're trying to play master chief, make sure you go to the Microsoft store to update. Cause there's a glitch right now that doesn't allow you to update it automatically. You have to go into the windows store and, and request the update. Uh, but, but be ready to do it because unfortunately for me, whenever I had to pause something, it crashed. And it deleted my whole game. So now I have to start that download all over again. So I had a lot of planned gaming to play, but uh, it definitely ended up mostly in the Warzone bracket.
2: Dude, literally the same thing happened to me with Halo. I went to update the game to get ready for Friday night and the customs we played. And it I went to update it, and then it crashed and deleted my whole game. And that I had to sucks. reinstall the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what happened or what's going on with it, but that was unfortunate that it happened to you. Yeah, after going 14 data packs over
0: last month, I was in no hurry to uh, chance that again this month.
1: Well, that sounds rough. That's but
0: understandable. <laughs> yeah.
1: We got another gentleman joining us here. Chad,
2: what Hello. have you been up to?
1: What Man, have you, been, you know what? It's been way too long since we spoke. I know that have only been a couple of weeks, and thanks to a little bit of recording magic here, but it's been a bit. How have you been?
2: Man, I've been good. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, unless you listened to our podcast last week. The wife and I, we got hit with the, the uh, Rona. So we uh, unfortunately went to that little trip to Kentucky and came back sick as dogs. So finally, we're all good. Uh, my wife has some residual uh, coughing and stuff like that. That's not cool. But other than that, we're good. Um, I've I had to miss some gaming last week because of it, but now I'm back full force. We did some custom Halo games on uh, Friday night, so I'll be trying to do some community games because gaming right now, I don't know if you guys have noticed or even agree, it's a little stale with what's available to play, and there's not that much out there right now, nothing new coming out um, in the last month or two, Um, so... We've been trying to find other ways to have fun with friends and my community on my stream. So we did a Halo custom night on Friday, and then we did custom Warzone on Saturday. Both of them. Halo didn't have that big of a turnout. Um, Only about five or six people. But to be 100% honest, it was just as nostalgic as playing Halo all the time when I was in college. So we had a ton of fun. Talked a lot of trash. Did some Halo humping, if you know what I'm talking about. As a running joke on this podcast. Once we killed our friends. And then we did Warzone Customs on Saturday, so it's been good. But one game, which we'll talk about in a little bit, that I've been playing a ton of, is New World. It's Amazon's second Amazon Games. It's their second game they've ever made. Uh, If we remember the failed Crucible, Um, this is their new game, which I'll talk about in in a little bit. But uh, that is the game that I've been putting a lot of hours into, and yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Nice.
1: Well. For me,
2: I have well last time
1: we talked I was playing Bloodborne still, right? Right. Yeah, Bloodborne. Yes. I platinumed mm-hmm. it. So I got I got that nice sweet platinum trophy, so that one's done. It's in the books. Um and then I started uh playing two different games. So I got two games that I'm going back and forth between. One of them is a game that I know Chad is actually going to jump in and play with me a little bit here. Uh not together cuz it's not crossplay, but and that is Dark Souls the remastered game.
2: So you won this off of a stream, right? I did. I actually, uh, one of my buddies, um, Average Idiot, um, he is uh, actually uh, the brother of one of my best buddies from college. He was doing a stream and he had a contest and I won that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never nice. played a game like this before, so I got it for free. I might as well try it out,
1: right? I mean, just have a little bit of patience. It's one of those games that doesn't teach you how to play. And it also doesn't tell you where to go so it's very easy to get lost and not know what you're doing, but it's a, a pack your patience and grind away to get your character stronger kind of game. It's a fun RPG, but an unforgiving one at that. If they're known for anything, it's for being unforgiving. Um, <laughs> but the second game that I've been playing, and this throws us down a rabbit hole every single time it gets brought up, so I do apologize. I started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, oh, man. Wow. Now I'm edge of see
2: <laughs> have you joined have you joined the Mando Bros? The Renegade Rompers? You know
1: I don't even think I told uh I may have mentioned to Seth at one point that it was available on PS Now and that I could start playing it again, yeah, this, but I didn't tell him that I actually started
0: playing it. This is fresh news and I am excited. Yeah. So tell it's on more.
1: it is on PS Now up until November. So from now till November without actually having to buy the game or anything. I have it downloaded to my PlayStation. So I have started playing it. I got Arthur Morgan and I've been riding around the countryside shooting up everybody. Now I gotta say, it had been a while. I did play this when it first came out for a little bit, but I didn't like I didn't remember too much about it off the top of my head, but it kind of started off a little slow for me. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like the gameplay mechanics are slow, but it kinda like forces you to to walk instead of run in yeah. the most literal sense of the word. So there's no like making your character run or moving faster to yeah. get from point A to point B a lot faster because it kind of wants you to take in that story
0: element, which I appreciate. That snow area is awful.
1: Yes, <clears throat> that snow <Yep>. <laughs> is exactly what I'm talking about. So that snow area at the beginning of the game, I was just sitting there. I was like, man, this is taking a lo- long time. And it, it, honestly, it it took away from it a bit for me just because of how slow it was. But once you actually start playing the game, I'm having a lot of fun with it. 100%. Yeah. Um, I found a whole bunch of gold. I found like a gold bar and some other stuff that I need to sell still. But I haven't gotten up to the uh, the uh, the guy that I can sell it to. The fence. The fence guy. Oh, yeah. So I haven't found a way how, how I can actually sell these things. And I have all this stuff sitting, that I'm sitting on right now. So, um, And I'm also trying not to run up my bounty like crazy. But it's not that easy. Yeah. Every time I go riding in the town, I run somebody over.
0: That is definitely a hard part of the game. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people complained about the control scheme a little bit on that because it was so easy to uh, run into somebody and cause a fight or or what have you. Uh, But yeah, once you get your horse and it starts opening up a little bit, it makes it a lot better. Uh, I will, I will tell you that the one thing that I like and don't like about the game is the game. You go through these chapters and it changes, but once you go to a new chapter, it, doesn't totally lock stuff off but it kind of makes it hard to do so uh, i would definitely finish whatever you want to do before progressing the story too much knowing the platinum man you are
1: good that's a good thing to know so i don't have to do multiple do i is this a multiple playthrough game if you want to platinum it or if you you can if you can stand to walk through the snow twice
0: i really don't want to do that again You,
1: I haven't done any online stuff yet, so though. so I will say that.
0: One thing that's kind of odd about Red Dead Redemption, being that it's an open-world RPG like it is, is it's still a very much linear storyline. Like, you know, there's different ways you can go about the game. Arthur can be just a rugged breakneck, or he can, you know, be a, a nicer cowboy, if you will, but still a wrestler. And... But it still progresses the same storyline. But you can always go back and redo those missions. So at any time you can always go back, and even after the game is over, you can go back and replay those missions. So while it is an open world RPG, once you've completed a mission, it's not over, so to speak. You can always go back and redo stuff. So that's Okay. I I kinda actually see that that
1: option to replay to replay some of the missions that I've completed. So, yeah, you won't have to start the game all over. Okay. You can just go back and get gold trophies on everything. Yeah. Awesome. But I have been having a lot of fun with it. I've been enjoying these two games. It's a, it's a nice little balance for me because one is the uh, unforgiving RPG and the other one is the nice open-world cowboy game that I get to play as an old Western. So a little bit of both the elements that I really like, but I am enjoying them. And that being said, Let's jump into the news this week. Guys, I have been working like crazy. So I have not been paying attention to the news in the least bit. So I'm actually going to hand this over to the two of you. Seth, what do we
0: have to talk about news-wise? So probably the the only two things that um, we haven't hit on previously that we might want to bring up is the fact that today, Hell Let Loose uh, released on Steam. And it is a World War II RTS-inspired game. With um, 100-player battles, and it looks incredibly interesting. Uh, Good-looking graphics and all, and uh, definitely might be something worth looking into if, uh, as Chad said, your gaming is still at the moment. Uh, Another thing that released today is Microsoft Flight Simulator release for the Xbox Series X and S. It is not available for the Xbox One, unfortunately, because of the graphical uh, demand that is required for this game. I mean, even on PC, it requires a pretty stout PC to really even run this game. I know before I got my new 3080 in, uh, I tried to play Flight Sim a few times on my 2060, and I had to have everything on low and, you know, knocked down pretty heavily uh, just to run Flight Sim. Uh, Now with my 3080, I can still run it, but it still runs it pretty hot. But Microsoft Flight Simulator is an amazing game. Uh, The fact that you can literally fly over your house... Uh, fly over, you know, different parts of the world uh, as they are uh, actually, and uh, you know, it's it's incredibly interesting game and, and fun play, and the fact that it's free on Game Pass, the barrier for entry is not there. So, you know, this is a great game to knock around in a few times and play, and you might even find yourself incredibly interested.
2: Yeah, Flight Sim is a game that I. I've always wanted to get into and my PC was never able to handle it. But with the fact that it's now on an Xbox, they're trying to make it, you know, more accessible to other people. I, if, and or when I get my Xbox, eventually I probably will have tried on there. For you sure. know, kind of like we talked about
0: last week. Microsoft flight simulator is first and foremost, a flight simulator. <clears throat> it is very technical. Uh, actually, um, uh, a friend of yours, Brace, that I, I met by playing with you and your crew uh, back last year on some Warzone, uh, who is a pilot, actually flew Gary? with me a, a few games. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he actually flew a few games <laughs> with me, and he uh, he definitely uh, demystified a lot of the jargon and definitions, and and uh, probably got a little more in depth than I ever understood. But uh, there's a lot that can be done in that game that makes it even more fun if you get into that side of it. Uh, But it's still a really fun game, even if you just want to go in there and kind of fly around arcade style.
1: All right. And that wraps it up for the news for the week. And that brings us to the topic that I am very excited to jump in this week. And that is, gentlemen, we are at the halfway point of our year this is like our christmas in july except for this isn't going to be releasing in july so but we are going to talk about where we have been so far this year and what games are yet to come and i gotta tell you looking at this list i have in front of me there's a lot more games to come left in the year than have already come out our wallet is about to take a beating but first let's talk about the games that we have actually played some games that we have jumped into and some games that well, I, I gotta say, we pretty much loved all these ones that are on this list. So, starting off, number one,
2: most important.
1: Chad, do you know what game this is?
2: Yes, it is a game. It's the first game that we reviewed. All right. Uh, is it the first game we reviewed? Second behind uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, we don't talk about that though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. This. Uh. It's Hitman. Um. Hitman 3 came out at the beginning of the year, and it's the game we all decided to buy and play through, and if you are familiar with our podcast, you know how that those playthroughs went for the three of us. One of us uh, platinumed it and finished it, and one of us, uh, two of us did not, so it is now a running joke on when Seth and I will finish that game. Or ever go back to it. But honestly, I did enjoy the game, like... Hitman was never a game that I picked up and played before this game. So um, I think that's because were they PlayStation only? I don't remember, but I had never played any of them um, really through the whole thing. I think I might have played a couple of them here and there, but um, it was never a series that I got really into. And, you know, we're we're trying to give you guys, our listeners, uh, a taste of everything that's out there and got to expand our horizons so i mean i did enjoy it 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 the problem was it was just so slow and with everything else i had going on with my streaming i just never got to finish it and i it is that and you know another game we'll talk about in a second that i haven't um that it took me a while to finish so to speak um i just need to uh i need to buckle down and play some of these games and actually finish them and make my wife happy that i spent the money and actually finish these games probably (laughs) I'm sure she would love it. <laughs> so looking
1: at this list and everything, actually, you know, what, we'll wrap up and sum up where, how we feel about all these games in a moment here, but moving on to the next one, we got resident evil eight, the game. I was very excited about the one that I had to co uh, Chad into playing and well, Sethy jumped in to join us as well. That was a, it was a good time for all I'd say,
0: right? I always enjoyed resident evil four. So, Resident Evil has always been a franchise that interests me, uh, but I haven't played it in a few years. And uh, looking at Resident Evil 8, I was very intrigued by it. Uh, You know, the game was much shorter than I would have preferred, but the parts that I was expecting were even shorter. So it was a very interesting gameplay because the game didn't show you everything before you got the game. I I feel like now today you get trailers for stuff whether it be a movie or a show, and they show you all the climax points in the trailer. So you've already seen the whole movie before you ever go see it a lot of times. And Resident Evil 8, they pretty much give us some information about the first quarter of the game. And I was very intrigued by that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Resident Evil 8 is the only game that we have done two full dedicated episodes to at this point, one of them being the spoiler. So if you want to know what Seth is talking about there, go check out the spoiler episode because we spent a whole lot of time breaking down what we expected and what
0: actually came out of it. Hey, if we want to do a um, second episode on another game, we can definitely do Red Dead Redemption again now that you've jumped in. I'm all down for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: I am sure you would be. <laughs> we'll, we'll break down all the different horses that you can
2: get. Let me uh, let you a guys lot. know when my next vacation is for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But
1: I mean, Chad, you weren't a big fan of the um Resident Evil series in the first place, but you did jump in and
2: Yeah, so and- So for this was going to be my first ever Resident Evil game that I played, but um thanks to the wonderful Game Pass, I was able to play 7, the prequel to Village um a little bit, and I will I think if you watch my stream of me playing 7, I absolutely hated it. I did not like the psychological and uh scariness factor of seven so to be 100% honest I was not looking forward to getting into Resident Evil Village just because I didn't I I don't like those type of games so it's not my cup of tea and uh Village definitely changed my mind on my thoughts and like appreciation I guess of the Resident Evil games I don't know if I'd ever go play any of the other ones but uh, Resident Evil 8 or Village was definitely a lot more enjoyable um, for my style of gameplay. And it yeah, I, I really enjoyed it.
1: I got to say watching the two of you play Resident Evil 7 was my favorite part so
2: far. Oh, Just I imagine. I imagine that that game was rough, dude. And
1: I, I, I will. Agree.
2: I guarantee you I will not finish that game.
1: <laughs> it gets a little bit more actiony. As you get further into the game. I don't know if I, I mean,
2: I, I don't know if I believe that.
1: <laughs> there is a, um, a scene where the, the brother of the yeah. family that you that see. That brother
2: was creepier than the dad, I thought. So. And I don't even know how creepy. that ended.
1: So he's creepy. And I'll say this right now, cause it's an older game. And at this point, if you haven't beaten it, then you're probably not going to go back and beat it. Um the brother's whole storyline is he's the only one that's not infected by the mold. So he's crazy because he's crazy. He's not crazy because he's been taken over like everybody else in the house. Um, And his area where you fight him is much like the doll ladies where it's kind of like, you're not actually fighting creatures. You're going through like a, uh, almost a saw like puzzle room where he has all these different traps, but you have to solve these puzzles to get out of the room, but it's trying to kill you. And there's like a, a clown in the corner holding a candle but the clown has been dead for a very long time and you like walk yep, up and you have nope. to get very close to the clown and
2: oh, i yeah. have no no desire to see that. i <laughs> i don't like clowns either
1: oh yeah that part would freak you out then it's it's uh like a happy birthday section
2: oh man that's awful
1: sounds yeah sounds great no, no, no <laughs> i
2: don't think you would like
1: it um awesome so Moving on, our next two ones are pretty much ones that only I have had the chance to play in this group, but we have Ratchet and Clank Ripped Apart as well as Returnal. So both of these are PS5 exclusives. Absolutely loved both of them for different reasons. Um, we have done ratings of all the games so far, and I didn't really do a rating for Ratchet and Clank Ripped Apart or Returnal. Um, if you want to hear about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, my brother and I did a full episode on that where we got to talk about it. We didn't rate it at the end, but I will reach out to him and see what his rating was for it, and then we'll actually put it into our notes. Um, and then we'll compile all these and use it for the end of the year to see where every game stacks up to each other. But I loved it. It was fantastic. <clears throat> and I really enjoyed the way that the game just plays out. Ratchet and Clank has always been a very kind of fun story that you get to play through. And Rift Apart... Completely lived up to the rest of it. Broadened new characters. Kind of changed on some of the old characters. But all in all, it was a great game. Returnal, on the other hand, was a brutal kind of masochistic game. Much in the sense of all the other uh, Soulsborne games that, or Souls-like games that I've been playing. And this game is just difficult in every sense of the word. It is a roguelike game. So you have to beat the almost the entire game all the way through. And every single time you die, you pretty much lose everything you just worked for so you could have a two and a half three hour playthrough but if you die you start over from the beginning so oh that's terrible not that is terrible i have not beaten this game yet um for that reason if you are a person that rage quits uh easily
2: then there's no way you're getting through this why do they make games like that like you literally if you die you have to go back to the beginning and redo everything so if you
1: beat a boss So, there's four four? Four or five different biomes, which are levels. So, the game only has like five levels to it, and that's it. Um, But each time you beat a boss, you do not need to beat that boss again in order to progress. So, you can... If I die, I can skip straight to the next biome. You start off in the same plane crash every single time at the very beginning of the game, but you can skip to the next biome. Where it gets tricky is the map changes every single time that you play. So there's a series of rooms that you have to go through and you don't know what the next room is going to be. So I don't know when the entrance to, uh, to the biome I need to get to is, and you have to progress through it to get to there. Cause it could be at any point in the map. So that, yeah, that, <laughs> that doesn't sound element fun at all. Element. But it is, a, it's a bullet hell. It's a fun, uh shooter game there's missile flying everywhere. It's, it adds into the difficulty a lot, but I, I think that you would enjoy it for the sake of playing it. I do not think you would enjoy trying to beat it. If that makes any sense. No. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. So you would have fun playing it because it's a fun shooter game. I do not think you would like the idea of trying to actually beat the game. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but that being said, I have really enjoyed it. I have not beaten it yet for that exact reason. It's a game that I have to go back to when I have the patience to actually play it. But Also, one that I need to walk away from from time to time. Uh, The boss that I'm on right now, from what I have read, people are saying it pretty much should be the final boss of the game. I'll I'll send you guys a video of what this thing looks like at some point so you can see it. But it's it's difficult. Um, But with that being said, the next game, one that I have not played, and that has the MLB The Show. Did both of
2: you play this, or was it just you, Chad?
0: Just Chad. Just yeah, Chad. Chad. I played it. I, um, with this one?
2: man, dude, I, MLB the show was before Spider-Man. The reason I wanted to buy a PlayStation because I've loved baseball games from, uh, early childhood. I, I play them more than I played Madden, you know, Madden, FIFA, what at 2k NBA 2k. Those are like the, the top, um, uh, sports games that are out there. I've always been a MLB fan. I'm still one of those guys that will actually sit down and watch a baseball game on TV and fully enjoy it. So there's not many of those my age, I think, out there anymore. Um, But, you know, MLB, the show is great. Um, It has a farm system where you can create a character and start from um, like triple A ball or single A ball. I mean, and move you move your way up the ranks and try to get drafted into the um, actual MLB or you can just play a regular season as, you know, your favorite team. Um, home run derby there's tons of other mini game modes in there it it was it's it's a blast i love it um uh the gameplay is great it is um you know some of these some of some people don't like baseball games because of the pitching aspect i feel and when you're actually batting i am a classic controller mode um sports player so a lot of people you know there's there's like um baseball game started putting where you use their joysticks and your, um, to actually swing the bat. Um, I'm just a man that uses the classic controls and uses a to swing the bat and then uses my joystick to adjust where I think the height of the, of the pitch should be and, and stuff like that. Um, so it is a little bit easier on the controlling side when you do classic mode, but, um, you know, I try, I tried the, uh, the, the pitching or the, the batting mode with, uh, the sticks. And I didn't think it was that bad. Um, it is, I I haven't got to put a lot of hours into it, but it's definitely fun. It's definitely enjoyable. Um, I would like to do the create a create a player mode and, uh, create a player from, uh, from, from start to scratch and try to get up into, uh, the Red Sox as that would be my team of choice. But, um, it, it, it's, it's just as good as the game has always been that, I've wanted to play for years and now I finally can on the Xbox. So I definitely recommend it if you like um, baseball games. It is on Game Pass. So it is another one of the great games that you can play at no cost to you of having to buy the game if you have Game Pass. So it definitely is something that you should try out, I think, if you are a sports uh, gaming fan. Did you grow up in the in the Northeast? Um. Not technically. My dad was in the Coast Guard, so we moved around my whole entire life. Um, but my dad's from Detroit, and my mom grew up in Massachusetts, and my dad was stationed in New Hampshire. Um, and my, my mom moved to New Hampshire when she was in high school, um, and they met because my mom was a civilian worker at the Coast Guard base, and my dad worked at the Coast Guard base as a, as a Coast Guard. Uh, was it sailor? I don't know. What are they called? I don't know what Coast Guard crewmen are called, but— he was in the Coast Guard, and they met because of uh, her working on the base that uh, he was stationed at.
1: Oh, and now we have Chad.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. So I've never actually lived in the north, but you know, my my dad's the only child. So uh, when when he moved when we retired to uh, Virginia, my grandparents, mom, his mom and dad, moved to Virginia with us. So essentially, all my sports uh, fandom is from my mom's side of the family in New Hampshire.
1: Gotcha. I was like, I was going to say every single one of your teams is for every sport is uh correct Northeastern team. So new England, yes. New England or Boston. A trend there.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I grew up in a household of a uh, Patriot and a uh, Red Sox fan. So,
2: Oh, nice. And see, the good thing is everyone's like, Oh, you just like them. Cause I mean, I still love Tom Brady, but, um, I watched the Patriots and the Red Sox back in the days when they were terrible and it was uh hard to watch. And, I still remember the Red Sox breaking the curse. It was the greatest day of my life. And I remember the Tom Brady era of all the Super Bowls. Yeah, being a, you know, so I'm not a bandwagon New England fan like some people are. It's in my blood. It's
1: in my blood. (laughs) Oh, good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Well, and that brings us on to the last game that we have so far to talk about for games that have come out this year. And that is It Takes Two. This is one that both my wife and I have played all the way through. It was a fun game. Um, Story didn't really make sense. Uh, I think I mentioned when I was talking about this game before that the very ending of it, uh, it kind of gets to the point where the whole point of the game is to resolve the differences between this couple. And all of a sudden, they're just happy together for no real reason. There's nothing that you do in the game that should actually resolve any of these differences. Um, But it does. But that's, that's besides the point. The actual core mechanics to the game are very fun. So you get to sit there and play with each other. And actually, you have to work together to get through everything. And I think that's the main focus point of the game. And that being said, you can play this online with someone. But I feel that having a person with a controller in hand next to you makes it that much easier. Because... A lot of the different aspects of the game have to do with timing. So if I'm uh throwing a pencil or no, a screw nail. Yeah, the nail. If you're throwing the nail into the wall and the person has to jump on the platform and land on it right after you throw the nail into the wall. uh Timing is very crucial with some of the moments. Not every moment in the game is like that, but some of them are. So if you're looking for a good co-op game to actually play with your significant other or just someone that's actually sitting on the couch with you, an old couch co-op. This is the game to do um, thoroughly enjoyed it. If you guys ever have the chance to sit down and play with your um with your spouses, it is a lot of fun.
2: I love my wife, but she does not play video games so her. The one game she will play is the Sims. So I don't know if we'd ever play this game together or not. <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably
1: not. <laughs> probably not. But anyways, so. Enough about talking about well, the games that have come out so far this year. Let's talk about what we still have yet to come. These are the games that are going to empty some people's wallets. And games that we are really looking forward to. We do have this in list this list in order of the games as they're supposed to be coming out. So starting off in August of next month and then going through the rest of the year. And a couple games that are supposed to come out this year. But we don't have dates for them that we will end with. But first off, game I'm really excited about. Kana and the Bridge of Spirits. Seth, you're playing this game with me, right?
0: 100%.
1: Can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. This looks like a a Pixar made a video game.
0: Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say, was that a lot of times we get so hung up on graphics. Graphics, graphics, graphics. And, you know, I remember back when Borderlands 1 came out, my buddy bought a PS3 when we first got to college. And um, one of the first games he bought was Borderlands, and he took it back the next day because he was just like, I don't like the graphics of this game. But, you know, having played a ton of hours of Borderlands since uh, on my own time, uh, you know, I realized that they chose the graphical style for a reason. And I think that's the same thing with a lot of the PlayStation games. I think a lot of times PlayStation games don't look as graphically uh, impressive, but the story is there. And I'm really excited to see how this animation style really plays into the game and, and really sets it apart. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. We we are
1: all big Disney fans here. So the fact that it looks like it, like I said, like it came straight out of a Pixar game. Um, what I have seen, combat looks like it may be a bit clunky from some of the gameplay um, scenes from it. But overall, I am excited. So we'll see how it comes out. Chad, I don't think that you're jumping into this one with us, are you?
2: Um, I mean, it looks great. It really does. And like you said, saying it looks like a Pixar uh, movie into a video game, if you've played the Pixar uh, game that is actually available on Game Pass, this game looks way better. <laughs> um, but no, <clears throat> I don't know if I will. It, it just—I've got so many other things on my plate that I'm going to be playing. So um, I don't know if I'm going to spend the money on this one right off the jump. I have to—I'll listen to what you guys say. If it's—if you guys say this is a must-buy, I might snag it. But not—I'm uh, not, not, not going to get it on release, unfortunately
1: yeah understandable, and that being said, this is the only game on the list of games that we have to talk about here that is not a full priced so it it does start off at forty bucks rather than the standard sixty or seventy that we're seeing right now, so there is that, <laughs> and it is a indie from an indie developer, so this little indie studio did a better Pixar game than Pixar has <laughs> but you say that there's other games that are going to be taking your attention away. And that brings us to the next one here.
2: Yep. Um, it's what I was kind of talking about at the, at the intro, um, new world, which comes out on August 31st. It is, uh, it is Amazon games, second game release. If you guys remember the failed crucible that came out, um, this is their second game that they've ever released. And, uh, the beta is available now. Um, and as of, I don't know when this will drop. I know this episode will drop in the beginning of August. The beta ends on August 2nd. So uh, this episode may drop after the beta ends, um, but I'm not sure. But yeah, the beta runs until August 2nd. So I've got about five days left to play that sucker, six days, um, depending on what time on the second it ends. But, and I was, I, Seth, I think you need to hear this, and I will say this to everyone out there. You know that Seth and I love our Fallout and our Skyrim-style games, our action RPGs where we can have a million quests and spend 120 hours playing a game. When I first saw this game, I thought it was going to be um, World of Warcraft, uh, Amazon's version, take on, World, on a World of Warcraft-style MMORPG. It is an MMORPG, but the cool thing about it is Graphically, it's a thousand times better than than um World of Warcraft. It is uh it is a MMORPG that is beautiful. The graphics are amazing. I'm playing on 60 frames per second right now on my PC and it still looks great. Um the, it is a game that I think and I hope has longevity in it for Amazon. I know that um if you know that I I love my Warzone and if you are um, know anything about Warzone streamers, Stone Mountain sixty four is one of the biggest Warzone streamers on Facebook, and he even took two days off of Warzone to play this beta. If that says anything, um, so this game is uh, Seth. This is this is what you want Elder Scrolls Online to be, in my opinion. It's got the it's got the fantasy aspect of um, there are some creatures in the game that aren't dragon looking so to speak, but there are um, uh, fantasy style looking creatures in the game. Um, you're, you're fighting uh, these corrupted uh, kind of like zombie looking dudes and other, other um, fantasy style creatures. And like it, it plays great. I'm, I'm only in the beta right now and I'm loving every aspect of it. I've already chalked in almost six hours and I just got the beta yesterday as of the date of this recording. And I might have stayed up until 5 a.m. this morning playing. Don't tell my wife. I still woke up on time and did everything I needed to do. So, (laughs) you know, I am a little tired right now. But, uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's going to be, I think, hopefully it has the long. I don't know if it's going to have the longevity of, like, World of Warcraft. But if World of Warcraft is not your game, this game is going to put you in a 180, I feel. Um, it doesn't have a monthly subscription like World of Warcraft does. It is a one-time purchase fee. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be a battle pass or something that you can buy like all games have. Um, they have a store aspect where you can spend real money for cosmetic things. So, um, But it has all the aspects of World of Warcraft in the sense of there's an in-game chat. You can chat to everybody in, this, in the entire world. Um, you can turn it off if you need to. And you can, um, there's an in-game store system where you can trade in-game for in-game currencies if you need different materials or weapons or things like that. So, I mean, Amazon has done a good job, and I really, really hope that this game lasts because I am going to probably put a lot of hours into it once it drops.
1: That'll be exciting. You've gotten to spend a lot of time on on your Warzone game, so will be exciting to have you change it up a little bit. Yeah. As as I,
2: I said, Warzone, I mean, <laughs> gaming is just kind of dead right now and there's there's really not much new that is coming out until August. And we've, you know, we've looked at a lot of games that have come out this year but nothing that is super big, super huge. And now, you know, what we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode is is that. It's it's what we've been waiting on for Almost some of these games we've been waiting on for two years, you know, since 2020 because of the pandemic. And now we're going to get them. So the next uh, six months is going to be pretty packed for anybody who's a gaming fan. Yeah, that really scares me that uh, talking
0: about uh, playing that late, uh, you know, last year with Warzone, I was saying up till one to three o'clock in the morning every night. I told my wife this morning, I stepped on midnight last night. I was just like, how did I do that last year, where I was staying up till one to three o'clock in the morning, and everything you're telling me about that game sounds like that would be hitting that same spot. So, ooh, that sounds like a uh, sounds like a scary proposition.
2: So I'd love for I'd love I'd love I'd love to have you uh, join up with me and uh, get on get on my server and or well, it's not my server, but the server that I'm on, and we can go wreck some dungeons together, raid some raid no, some no, of no. these.
1: You you own the server. Yes. It is, it is Chad's server. This is Brace
2: War Gaming server.
0: I look forward to seeing you there.
1: You. Well, well that brings us on to the next one. This one may actually be something that I'm more excited about than anybody else. And that is that Ghost of Tsushima director's cut is coming out sometime in August. There's a release date. I'm just not sure which date it is. But in August, we are getting the director's cut. So it's essentially going to be more Ghost of Tsushima. It's the same game, but with the expansion onto it. So there's going to be Iki Island that we had talked about. Um, we have already talked about this a couple of times, so I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but I am excited. And I know that we will be coming back to talk about this a little bit more. Seth, now that you have access to actually play this game, are you going to jump into it?
0: Yes. I, I I'm have going to keep you busy here. <laughs> I have been wanting to play Ghost of Tsushima uh, and I actually installed it on the PS4. But I haven't had an opportunity to play it yet, so I'll probably just wait for this director's cut to come out and then roll on with it once that's once that's out. You definitely should. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I am looking forward
1: to it. Is the uh, director's cut
2: a free add-on or is it uh, cost?
1: No. no, no, no. There's 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 definitely a cost to this. I want to say it's like thirty bucks. Gotcha. But it um it's thirty bucks if you're looking to it, it has okay. So Ghost of a Director's Cut most definitely has one of the most confusing upgrade systems to it ever because it depends on what version of the game you have and what you're upgrading to. So if you have the deluxe version, I think it's a different cost to upgrade to the Director's Cut. If you have PS4 and you're upgrading to the PS4 version with Director's Cut on it, then it's cheaper than if you're upgrading to the one with the PS5 version. And then if you're buying the game from scratch, it's a whole different price point as
2: well. Oh, that does sound confusing.
1: (laughs) Yes. So it's, and I think it's anywhere from, I want to say $10 is the cheapest. So if you have like the, um, the deluxe version of the PS4 and then you're upgrading to Director's Cut on PS4, I want to say it's only like 10 bucks. And then I want to say it's like a $90 game to buy if you're buying it from scratch i may be completely wrong on those numbers but it is something in that ballpark so yeah break out your calculators that's what it comes down to and the next next game on our list let's move on here um
0: lawn mowing simulator yeah man Seth, is this you this uh this is an exciting game coming out for pc this month um okay you know i i know you're planning on playing ghost of Tsushima and akina and uh, New World, and um, every other good game that's out there. But, uh, you know, if you've ever wondered how that lawn tractor works differently than the zero turn, this game will give you that experience. Or, if you would rather, instead of spending money on this game, I will pay you to come mow my yard. But, uh, and get that same experience. (laughs) (laughs) Man. After, after last weekend of spending six hours on a mower, in real life, uh, the first thing I want to do is download a simulator so that I can continue doing that after after hours when it's dark and I can't go outside and do it. But I uh, believe it cuz you just can't you can't do it in the in the nighttime. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people are excited about this game. It's it's a big one coming out. Uh, so be on the lookout for how it's going to change the landscape of gaming in this next month.
2: <laughs> Low key I don't want anyone to see my yard right now since I've had covid, I have not mowed it in close to 2 weeks. So oh, cool yeah, it's it's. Uh, I was looking at it today, and I was like, man, I need to get out there and do it. Now I'm feeling it's gonna good. Be like, it's it's going to be like a <laughs> new
0: world out there. <laughs> oh,
2: it's, yeah, I was looking at it today. I was like, man, this looks bad. I need to get out here and do something about this. And uh, I was like, well, I'll probably push it off till Saturday.
0: <laughs> Might as well.
1: Man, I don't know about this game here, Seth.
2: <laughs> you may be alone on playing this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, nah, dude, alone, the, the Mando uh, Bros are gonna are yet.
2: gonna start their own clan, dude. They're gonna be oh, that's true. riding that's lawn true, lawnmowers Man- up and down the area, uh, up and down the streets. Let me tell you what, Mando Bros will come
1: through for uh the lawn mowing simulator. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <It'll>, <laughs> start a business. It will come through in full force. Um anyway, so next game. So that is they'll be called the Mando's episode. Mowers. The, the Mando Mowers. Mando, the moa Bros. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get
0: T-shirts. It'll be great. Hundred percent. Be a whole service. But that's gonna take <laughs> up. That's <laughs> gonna definitely take up my August. So we'll see when Goshima comes up. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's completely understandable if you don't have enough time to finish uh, Gana Bridge of Spirits to do a review. If you're if you're caught up with the Lawn Mowing Simulator. That's it. Anyway, so that's it for the month of August. Going on to the month of September um we have death loop nba 2k22 and diablo 2 resurrected um i'm excited for one of these games
2: uh yeah i am i actually have never played diablo before so i'm exci- excited for that Almost
0: i've got definitely. two of th- i got two of these games i'm excited about really you want to play
2: nba 2K22? welcome to the jam <laughs>
1: No, no 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 i i most definitely will be jumping into Deathloop. so diablo 2 resurrected also as well so nba 2k22 i'm not a huge sports fan so it's probably not going to be on my radar but the other two games definitely so i, was I will wrong uh, to say that i was only excited for one of them
0: i will 100 percent play nba when it's free on game pass and like yeah year. i was
2: thinking the same thing
0: uh but right now I'm hoping Deathloop comes out significantly before Diablo 2 because once Diablo 2 comes out, uh, if you want me, you're going to find me there because I'm not going to be on anything else for the near future. Did we find out if this is crossplay or not? It is cross-platform progression, but not crossplay. So pretty much. What are you getting? What what system are you getting on PC? I'm going to have to do the switch, right? (laughs) I'll have like three copies. I'm pretty sure
1: okay so we'll play together on the switch yeah so i'm pretty pretty sure i'm gonna up
0: here and then we'll get it for the switch for you get it for the xbox for the mando bros and get it for the pc just for myself because that's where i want to play it so okay so you and i'll have to play on the switch i'm not i'm not really gonna buy three copies uh that's a lot i will not buy three copies at launch (laughs) so we'll spread those purchases out (laughs) Are you sure? It's like a Band-Aid. Just rip it off and do it all at once. Yeah, I don't know. I might, but uh, you're gonna be yeah. that
1: guy walking out of the store with them all wrapped up in his arms. You know, There's I, I say,
0: I say that, but after having played Diablo three on the Switch, I was really impressed by how well they set up the the controls. Uh, I was not looking forward to playing on a controller, and so after seeing how well they did that, you know, I, I may I may be able to skirt past the the PC version. Um, maybe true. I still have never played a, I still have
1: never played a Diablo game with controller. so it's one of the few games i spend spent a lot of time playing on a PC I thought you had it on the Switch nope I used to play oh. uh, I played Diablo 3 when it first came out on a computer gotcha that was back in the days of the uh, auction house
0: then why haven't we played it on the computer I don't know yeah why <laughs> i'm I'm confused by this. I
1: had it on an old computer. I have to figure out what my blizzard account was, and it's gonna be a thing.
0: yeah, it might be an issue if you try to call customer support right now, so probably
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> going on to October let's, let's yeah October's a big month, month October, yes. Chad, I'm going to let you start us off in the month of October here.
2: Man, October, do you want me to do the full list like you did for September?
1: Yeah, do the full list. All right, all right. We're already running along
2: here. So October has got some big AAA titles coming out. Um, Keeping up with, you know, just informing you of the sports games. FIFA 22 is out there. I know FIFA is probably hands down the biggest sports game that's out there, I would say. Uh, Maybe Madden's close to that. I know so many people that play FIFA. Um, and stream it and they love it um, Far Cry 6 is also coming out and that a lot of people are excited for due to the antagonist in that in that game who is Seth? You want to introduce him?
0: Again Giancarlo
2: <laughs> Esposito <laughs> Yes um, AKA uh, he's in The Mandalorian he's in uh, tons of shows AKA is,
0: is Gus Fring from Breaking Bad.
2: I've never watched Breaking Bad, so yeah. And but, I'm uh, trying to is, tell
0: you that you're wasting your life.
2: Watch I know, Breaking I know. Bad. Homework. I know. Uh, Giancarlo. Yeah, have games is a right coo- now, so <laughs> that's true. You need <laughs> true. to just go watch Breaking Bad. I true. still got a couple
1: game movies I haven't watched yet either, so. Mm.
2: And we know that Giancarlo plays a great villain, antagonist, um, however you want to call it, so we are looking forward to his performance in this game. Uh, we also got Metroid Dread coming out to the Switch in October. Back for Blood, which is the team that made the um, Left 4 Dead games. One, one and two, they're basically making this new game on a new um, developer. And <clears throat> so that's why it's not called Left 4 Dead 3, but it's Back for Blood, which is the same premise and what looks to be gameplay style as the Left 4 Dead games. Um, and the two big ones that a lot of us are excited about Guardians of the Galaxy and Battlefield 2042. So October is stacked right now. So I'm most
1: definitely going to be playing at least 4 of these 6 games. Most definitely. And we we have plans to do some reviews on some of these, so it's going to be it's going to be a busy month for us.
2: To be 100% honest, I might actually be playing all of them. Um Ooh, I I have my FIFA? Yeah, well, I have my
1: Xbox on Game Pass.
2: It won't be out at the beginning, but I I share like I share my Xbox with with a buddy and he gets all the FIFA games. So I always have the FIFA games. I've played them all and I'm sure he'll buy this one and I'll have it on my system that I could play. So, yeah, I I mean, we used to we used to me and my college buddies um, before Warzone came out. We used to play FIFA every night and get six on six of us on a online game and go beat up on some other kids. Across the world, it was awesome.
1: Seth, of all these games, which one are you the most excited
0: for? Hmm. For the month of October, honestly, it's Far Cry Six and Metroid Dread. I'm not sure which one I'm more excited for. I would have thought that you would have thrown uh, Back for Blood in there. Ah, uh, I will definitely be playing Back for Blood. Will it be the first one I boot up? No. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. 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 That Metro Dread game in Far Cry six though, I am Back for
0: Blood for. Back for Blood is gonna be very dependent on the party you can find.
2: Yeah, you gotta make sure your friends are getting that game. And luckily for me, all my buddies that I used to play this game with back back when it was Left For Dead 2, we're all getting it. So I'll be I'll have a crew to play with which will be which will be good. Um I have actually pre-ordered Guardians of the Galaxy, so I will definitely for sure be getting that game at launch. Um, as far as the rest of them, I don't know if I can spend $300 on video games in one month. So, <laughs> um,
1: which, which version of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy did you get? Just the, just the base,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I got I to gotta make sure I get that pre-order because they have the, uh, the retro costumes that you yeah. give for the skins if you get mm-hmm. it. Yep.
2: I will be getting Battlefield probably at launch as well. Um, and the other four, like I said, I will be getting Metroid looks great. I don't play many games on my switch, but, um, I definitely want to get it because it looks awesome and I'm sure we want to talk about that, but, um, yeah, I, I know I'll get guardians and battlefield at launch. Um, I want to say I'll get back for blood at launch too, just, um, because I know my buddies are going to get it, but that's still what 150, $180 worth of games I got to buy in one month. That's still a lot of money. And then I, we then we still got November and December and the games that haven't actually had official release dates yet. So there's a lot coming out. Look, from the
1: month of October on, it's pretty much just going to be game reviews that we're going to be doing for episodes. Phil's yeah,
2: I'm that. I'm 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 pretty uh, confident we can uh, agree with that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm seeing at least a full year's worth. So, all right. Going on to the month of November, we have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Who is excited for the Pokemon games? I, lo-
2: I love Pokemon games, dude. I love Let's them. See. And, you know, I'm not one that will buy both of them, though. I will buy one of them. I don't know which one I'll buy. Um, I was the same way with Sword and Shield. And I just, when I went to Best Buy and bought Sword and Shield, I was like, well, I don't know which one to grab and I just grabbed the first one that I saw and it ended up being sword. So um See, I got shield. Oh nice. We that's could link up, and, up trade. and
1: trade. Yeah, we could.
2: Nice. We um could. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's what we should do. Maybe if you get one of them, I'll get the other one. And okay. on yeah, uh, on Pokemon. I, uh,
1: whenever what I usually do, my little um my brother Owen that was on here, he'll end up getting one and then I'll get the other. And then uh and then we do our trades through that.
2: I mean, that's a good plan. You know, there's uh that way you can trade and get, I guess now it's what, like 300 Pokemon a game and not not 150. Got to catch them all.
1: But we have been doing that since uh, since Pokemon Red and Blue. When Red and Blue came out, I got Pokemon Red and he got Pokemon Blue and it's been nice way for every every. Did you get that cable
2: that connected the two Game Boys? Oh yes. Yes, we did. Awesome. I never had that. I was I.
1: Each of us had our own Game Boy, and then we got it. And then nice. Ruby and Sapphire came out. I got Pokemon Ruby. He got Pokemon Sapphire, and that's awesome. So fun and so forth. And we have done that almost with every generation. I don't. I don't think that we got White and Black,
2: but well, we add me to that out, mix. Yeah. So just let me know which one you get, and I'll get the opposite. And then I'm sure your brother will do that as well. But you can trade with two people now.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll be excited. Um, but yeah, did you enjoy uh? sword and shield those it was a very different uh pokemon game compared to the other ones
2: i loved it dude i i good open world aspects like that are amazing to me and that's those are the type of games that if i'm not playing a first person shooter i love open world adventure games and that's what i feel like this was and then when you went into the cities it was the top down you know side scroller type thing it i mean it was great i think it i think it hit the best of both worlds and speaking of which we did not talk about in the news pokemon unite just came out um for free on nintendo switch it'll be free on the ios and androids um before the end of the year as well but that's a new pokemon game that is a 5v5 battle style game um like a not a battle royale but like a like you gotta battle other pokemon and you can beat like pokemon in the wild to collect these orbs to gain points to score for your team and stuff like that um it's a lot of fun me and my son have been playing every day since its launch which was uh Two days ago, three days ago, something like that. Um, And it's been a ton of fun. So um, if you guys want to get some Pokemon, your Pokemon fix in, if you didn't get Pokemon Snap or whatever that new camera one was that came out, uh, Pokemon Unite is free on the Switch right now, which you should uh, at least download and try. It's a lot of fun.
1: I think I'm going to run downstairs and download it as soon as we're done recording here tonight.
2: Yes. Uh, we We need to become friends on Switch if you do that, because then I'm sure we can team up together.
1: Oh, yeah i'll send you i'll send you my code afterwards here sweet this could be very easily become a pokemon episode
0: here (laughs) 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 anyways so
2: seth is quiet Um, seth are you not a pokemon fan i just gotta know
0: um i think i downloaded what was what was that pokemon game where you uh tried to capture stuff on your iphone Pokemon Go. Pokemon yeah. Go. I think I played one of the biggest, One bit. of the biggest mobile games and, out there. And uh, there was no Pokemon in my yeah. area, so uh, I didn't the play that. The biggest
1: Pokemon game of all time? Yeah. The biggest mobile game of all time?
0: Yeah. I downloaded that thing, and uh, there was no Pokemon in my area, so uh, I didn't That's play it mean, for very that, long. There's,
2: There's no Pokemon in the fields and wilds of Kentucky?
0: Man, yeah. they're all in the city for a, get a tourist out there. for whatever reason, they're all in the city. I don't know. It's weird. You but you uh, at least
1: get a, like a tourist or two
0: out, in the, yeah, out in the far yeah. fields. Come on. That's the closest I've ever come to any Pokemon. Um,
2: gotcha. Well, just to continue the Pokemon conversation for just one second, me and my six year old, um, well, seven year old, I lied, I can't, I don't even know how old my kids are. We started actually this week learning and playing the Pokemon trading card game. So, Pokemon's pretty big in my house right now.
1: No, okay, so I, I got to know, and I know that we're getting sidetracked here, but when you're doing all these uh, card openings and stuff, do you have like ones that you're keeping for value of the cards and the ones that you're actually keeping to play with your son, or are you just
2: okay, so and playing with all of them? There's a, yeah, that's a two-sided coin kind of for me. So I want to get into... I've been doing a lot of research on Pokemon cards. I want to get into streaming, like opening Pokemon cards and uh, doing Rippin' Ships and different things like that. I've got probably... Two hundred dollars worth of Pokemon cards, unopened um, packs from different varieties, um, in my in my office right now. We actually went to Target and bought. It's called Pokemon Battle Arena. It's a starter set, and um, it there's no rare cards so to speak in it. They're all there, there's three decks. It's a Charizard deck, a P- Pikachu deck, and a Mewtwo deck, and there's sixty cards in each one. They're all numbered one to sixty, and you have to like they they teach you to play the game via these card decks by playing them in order of one to 60 and stuff like that. So that's how we've been learning to play the game. And, um, I put the, there's a, each one has a rare, so to speak for the, for the, for the box. It's not val they're not valued anything besides, um, like five to $10. If you get them graded at a 10, um, the Charizards a little bit higher, but, um, I put them in, uh, hard card sleeves, just, just to be safe, because I don't want my kids bending up those ones that are worth a little bit of money. Who knows? Ten years from now, they might be worth a lot. But uh, no, these this 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 one is all for them. My ones that I have here are hopefully going to be for finding those rare gems and maybe you know bankrolling on some Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> Probably if not.
1: you, if, if I mean, some of those uh, some of those holo cards that are worth a lot of money, even right now for the newer ones, if you get those minted and get a grading on them you could sell them for a lot of money at some point.
2: Yeah, you can. The problem is grading is very expensive right now because Pokémon with the pandemic is another thing that got really really popular and then these people that were streaming them and doing YouTube videos of opening packs and then finding, you know, first edition Charizards that are worth like $150,000 and stuff like that. Um for for a mint tit rated graded 10, the grading companies now are requiring you to to send in like 20 or 30 cards at a time and like a thousand dollars to get them graded. So, and then that's, I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They used, you used to be able to send in one card and get it graded for like 15 bucks, but now all those options are closed because they're so backed up with grading that you have to send in a bulk amount at a high dollar amount to get graded. And then there's the sheer fact that, you might be sending them a bunch of duds that aren't going to make the value of spending that, you know? Because you think if you get a – there's only one Charizard that's worth six figures. There's other ones that are worth, in, you know, in the tens of thousands, like five figures and four figures and stuff like that. But, like, if you send in 20 cards, are you going to get enough value of 1000 dollars to get them graded when they come back to you? I don't know. So it might just be something <clears> – <throat> Yeah, that's why I want to get into the ripping ships where I'm just opening these cards and um, people buying them on stream, which is pretty popular right now as well. So we'll see, we'll see. I know we sidetracked Pokemon for about 5-10 minutes there, so let's uh, let's move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Seth. I'm a little baffled that you're uh, that you're not a Pokemon fan out there, Seth.
0: Hey
2: man, uh, <laughs> if you want to open
1: the Pokemon age,
0: if you want to play some Yu Gi Oh, I'm down.
2: Uh-oh. Isn't that the same thing?
1: Not not quite. I think that uh Seth kinda made the
0: wrong turn in elementary school. Yep. Yeah, oh, kidding. he was
2: on the other side of the
0: lunchroom. No. Yeah. I played I played other kids. <laughs> I I was a baseball card kid, not a not a trading card kid. Ah uh, yes.
1: No, 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 I I was straight up a Pokemon kid. Anyways, so let's go on to the last last bit here. We do not have any games that are confirmed for the month of December that we have on our list, but we do have a couple games. Um, that are slated to come out at some point this year but don't have an exact release date tag to them. Uh, those games are going to be Halo, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Star Wars Hunters, Cyberpunk 2077 for all of our new systems, and Destiny 2 Witch Queen DLC. Now, I feel like a couple of these games yeah. are r- more of the two-year alley than, than mine. I mean, these Star Wars games I will definitely be playing, and I have said before that, when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out for the PS5, I will re-download it then. Uh, but until then, I have no reason to boot up this game right now.
0: I mean, y'all are gonna laugh, and everybody listening home is gonna laugh. But of all of our reviews, Cyberpunk 2077 was my most enjoyable review. hundred percent
1: got the most the most views.
0: It was it was not the greatest game, but it wasn't the greatest game because the, it had the greatest hype. Uh, if it hadn't had so much hype, it would have been the the Skyrim of the day. I mean, Skyrim was buggy as mess when it came out. It's buggy as mess today. You know? I mean, so
2: was Witcher. And that's the thing. Like, I think Cyberpunk was a great game, you know? And this comes from the guy who never finishes games. I mean, it was awesome. And if you can... And I never had the bug problems, you know? Like, like everyone's complaining about I never had any glitches but one time when... Keanu Reeves' character was talking and it wasn't his voice. Besides that, I never had any issues with that game.
0: Well, that's because we played on PC. I mean, I never had a bug either. Mm -hmm. Or rarely one.
1: I didn't have too many. I I mean, I had a couple times where I was walking down the street and my character would trip and die. That was a bug. But like some of the other ones that I've seen online, I did not get that.
2: My thing is, even with the patches, I haven't gone back in and played it, which is typical for me. Um, I would like to, honestly, because, I mean, I know you guys said the ending was lackluster in the way that it ended, but I mean, I would still like to go finish the game. I definitely, as like GTA and Witcher and stuff like that, it it fits the mold of games that I like. I definitely, I never, I know it's a running joke on our podcast now just because of all the fails that it had. But overall, yeah, I would say of the games we reviewed, it's probably my favorite too. So but yeah, I know uh, you'll get it for the PS Five. Maybe we we'll, we can all go back into it and play again, one time, <laughs> for old if times' we do, sake.
0: Well, if
1: it comes out before December, or if it comes out in December, how about this? We'll do a uh, a year later review to see how how the updates have affected it.
2: Yeah, that could oh, be. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. But going back into these unknown releases, hopefully they all still come out in twenty twenty one. As we've talked about many times, I am super, super excited for Halo. I've been getting back into playing Halo um, off stream more than on stream, but I've been playing Halo um, multiplayer uh, two or three nights um, a week Um, after I'm done streaming. I'll go on and play two or three rounds. Uh, We did a community custom game of Halo on Friday of last week, and Halo is just my game. I cannot wait for this game to come out um like i said i'm gonna be playing new world new world comes out in august hope my guess is halo is going to come out before thanksgiving i would guess um because they're going to want to get on that christmas hype of um you know purchasing it would be my guess and i i would guess that it's not going to release at the same time as battlefield um in october so um it would be nice to see halo earlier But we just don't know the status of when that game is going to be released yet. And I, to be 100% honest, Xbox might not even know the status of when it's going to be released yet. But Halo Infinite is going to be, in my opinion, if it drops this year, probably my favorite game of the year. And I haven't even played it. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking at
0: the list, I was thinking the same thing. You know, as heavy as October is, I would definitely think Halo is probably going to drop in November. But there's also a game that's not on this list. It's also going to drop
2: likely in November, and that's Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, Supposedly, the rumor is we're going to be getting a release information of that game this week or next week. Because typically, Call of Duty releases their information on their November releases in the end of July. So uh, the rumor is we're going to be getting that soon. Um, There have been a little bit of leaks and stuff. We do know it's called Vanguard. We do know it's World War II. Um, That will be most likely historically released in November, as most Call of Duties are. Um, It is being made by Infinity Ward, which uh, Infinity Ward is hands down the best Call of Duty developer, in my opinion, because of Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for that. And I love a good World War 2 game. But uh, the other game, which I know you guys don't play, Destiny 2. I'll finish that off and then you guys can talk about Star Wars a little bit. Um, Destiny 2 Witch Queen, Witch Queen DLC. Uh, as you guys know that I've talked about, I've been getting back into Destiny 2 again. This is the new um, expansion that's going to be coming out. I'm sure it's going to be a 40 to $50 expansion. It'll be a year's worth of content in there. And it is highly, highly anticipated. Um, there have been a little bit of leaks and um, things like that. Hey, uh, D- Destiny 2 has been... One of those games that for like years two and three, it's really, really gotten lackluster and people were frustrated with it. And now this new year that we're in now and this upcoming Witch Queen, a lot of people are getting back into Destiny and loving what they've been doing. Uh, so good job, Bungie, on that. And Witch Queen, we don't know much about it. We, don't, we know that we're going to go after Savathun, who is um, a boss that we have fought in the past. <clears throat> um, it is a big servitor, if you remember. Um, we know that that, is going to be one of the main bosses. And, you know, as with Destiny, you're going to get new exotics, you're going to get new quests, you're going to get new weapons. There will be a new meta role on what you want to use. And, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I will, you know, be getting this on launch as well. Just because Destiny is one of those games, if you don't get it at launch, you're going to be behind. So I'm excited for this as well. I know you guys don't play Destiny 2, but you should because it's free. You can get the free light version on any console or PC and play it. And if you are actually on Xbox console, you can get the DLC for free as well. Cause they have the full destiny Two game on the console for Xbox. I don't know if they do on PlayStation, <clears throat> but it is definitely a game that you should try. If you like action adventure, you know, space are not RPG, but space like looters and stuff like that. It's really, it's really good. The, uh, the, the two the years two and three when they were, when they were, Lacking this, they've they've fixed all that and they've they've brought it back to being a good a good triple A title.
1: All right, guys. Well, this has been great. Tell me, what are you going to be
0: playing this week? Man, as usual, uh, I'm sure I'll be jumping into some Warzone with the Mando Bros. Chad's really got me wanting to jump into New World, but I just I don't know uh, something about the fact that at the end of beta, you're going to lose everything. And, and 30, is getting fried. I'm just a little nervous to jump into new world right now. So probably be a little bit of Warzone and, and get prepped for a, a big August and September.
1: Awesome. Sounds like fun. Chad, what about you?
2: Man, new world is what it's going to be. Seth, you need to get it. Even though it's going to be a wipe, man, it'll just be like your 37th playthrough of uh, red dead. Just, you know, like riding a bike. Now I'm going to crush out this new world beta it goes until august 2nd um depending on when you listen to this recording um so it's about four or five days from now um so yeah i'll be crushing out that probably playing some warzone as i've said warzone stale so i'll probably be playing other games at the same time looking to get into uh probably more Fortnite, maybe some apex legends i don't know um warzone slowly getting out of my playlist right now so new world is what i can guarantee i'll be playing uh,
1: Awesome. Well, just to go ahead and make Seth feel good, I think I may be playing a little bit of Red Dead. Just just to make him feel good. That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> you know, but it, Chad, I've only I've only 36, but It's not 37.
2: Mm.
1: Sorry, just to be clear. <laughs> but no, uh, Red Dead has been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. So, yeah, I think I'll continue to play through Arthur Morgan's storyline. Um, there's also a new game coming out for that's going to be available on PlayStation Plus for free this week called uh, Hunter's Arena. But maybe next week I'll talk about it a little bit. We'll see. I don't know too much about the game, but we'll talk about it then. Anyways, guys, this has been fun. Look forward to doing it again all next week. But if you've enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and leave us five stars on iTunes. It helps us reach a broader audience and get to talk about video games with all the people and talk about the topic that we love so much. Also, join us on Facebook at the e Gamers Facebook page. There we get to talk about all the different games that we've been playing and share a little bit of the screenshots that I've been taking all the time. Get to bombard you with all of those. But, gentlemen, until next week, it's been a lot of fun. We'll see you real soon.
2: Later.